Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com for Saturday, April 2nd at Oakland Park. Tom Leach here along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. And they've got a, a really nice card at Oakland, headlined by the Grade 1 Arkansas Derby. There's also Derby preps at Gulfstream with the Florida Derby and at Turfway with the Jeff Ruby Stakes. So we'll touch on all of the Derby preps on our podcast for this week. But Jim, let's jump in with the two stakes at Arkansas that make up their late part of their late pick four. Three-year-old Phillies looking to punch a ticket to the Kentucky Oaks, go in the grade three fantasy at a mile and a 16th. And I think uh, there's probably a pretty heavy favorite in there. Where did you land? Well, the heavy favorite is uh, it's going to be Ida for Bob Baffert, um, who can't get Oaks points. If, she, if Baffert remains the trainer of record, I suppose he still is. But she won the St. Isabel at Santa Anita uh, in her only start this year, and she's on a forced race win streak. Um, Velasquez comes in to ride, and uh, I think she looks like a, a solid favorite here. I'm going to try to beat her with a couple of horses that I think have the right to improve. And one of them is You Girl, uh, the seven horse for Rodolphe Brissette for Giroux. Did not run well in the honeybee. He got beat by nine and a quarter lengths by a secret oath. I'm saying she didn't run well. She had the lead top of the stretch and Phaeton. That was her first race since November after she ran well in the Goldenrod um, back at Churchill Downs in November. So I think she's got a shot to move forward. I also like another horse coming out of the Golden Rod, and that's Dream Lift for Deodoro. She did not fire in the race with Alexandra. Um, I'm just going to draw a line through that and say she needed the race and go back to her Golden Rod. Uh, and even she ran okay in the Alcibiades back in Keeneland uh, in October. So I think she's got a, a, a good upside, and uh, I'm going to give her a shot to knock off Ida. That's as far as I'll, as I'll go in the pick four. Uh, Bubble Rock has got a lot of back class with some uh, grade one experience in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies turf, but uh, she has not run on the dirt yet. I'm not going to bet a three-year-old who's never run on the turf, on the dirt. So even though you've got Brad Cox and Santana, and she's going to get a lot of betting support, three-to-one morning line, I'm not going to take her here uh, trying to do something she's never done. Hardy Constitution had a nice 82 buyer last out in October in uh, February, breaking her maiden. Uh, she's 12 to 1 for Joe Sharp. Might have a chance to get in the exacta or the try. But I'm going to take a stand with those three horses the Baffert horse plus the two coming out of the Goldenrod with Dream Lift at 8 to 1. Really intriguing me a little bit. I ended up uh, settling on Ida, going with the, the chalk here. The grade one win ran an 88 buyer fig off the layoff. I'm assuming that. Maybe since it's just the second start of the year that maybe they're going to uh, point for something like the Black-Eyed Susan at Pimlico or something up at Belmont if uh, Baffert's cleared to run there but and, and maybe bypass the Oaks since they haven't moved her to another barn yet. You Girl was one I had written down. Also Magic Circle, just on the angle, it's the first time out for Asmussen. And um, moving into that barn maybe could improve. But uh, I'm going to go with Ida to win the Grade 3 Fantasy. The 12th race is the Grade 1 Arkansas Derby, and this is for the three-year-old boys at a mile and an eighth. You got the Philly Secret Oath, who would be a, a heavy favorite even over Ida in the fantasy, but she's going against the boys here. She's been rolling of late for Wayne Lucas, uh, but I'm going to try to beat her with Doppelganger. This is a, a horse that was in Baffert's barn, 
And they did move this one to Tim Yachtin, which suggests to me that um, that they have to come in and win points. So this is a, a must-win game, um, win or finish second, certainly for Doppelganger, to get into the Derby. So I would think that would mean he will be primed. His last two have been against Forbidden Kingdom. Really impressed with that horse who's going to run in the Santa Anita Derby next week. So he's played a tough schedule, uh, talking about Doppelganger. Had a 110 and four six furlong work on March the 20th. That would have been for uh, for Baffert, I think. But um, they were certainly tightening the screws there. Pedigree to relish more distance. So I'm going to take Doppelganger over the Philly Secret Oath, who certainly looks like she certainly belongs in here. And Lucas knows uh, what it takes to, to win this race with the Philly. Did it with Althea. But I'm going to take Doppelganger over Secret Oath. And then... Um, yeah, there's a couple of prices. Uh, Cyberknife's like 8-1. to one. I don't think you'll get anywhere close to that, but uh, it was an improved effort last time for that Brad Cox trainee. Ben Diesel's a horse that, um, off that 59 flat work, might show a little more speed this time, and I think is a, a horse that uh, certainly has some ability and might jump up for Dallas Stewart. He uh, runs big at big prices, and I think Ben Diesel's one to, not so much as a win candidate, but uh, a hit-the-board candidate, but... Uh, take a look at that one. The other one that I've got on my list is We the People. Uh, horses had a couple of easy wins. No speed figure advantage from those victories. So um, I'm going to go with others on top. But uh, that's a horse that certainly looks like there's a, a lot of upside still left for uh, We the People. So I'm going to go five deep when we get to the pick four doppelganger on top for me. How do you see the Arkansas Derby, Jim? I'm going to go five deep as well, but I'm going to take the horse that you're hesitating about taking. I'm going to take We the People. Um, I know that Florent Giroux really liked this horse, and a lot of people may bet Cyberknife because Giroux is riding that one for Cox. Well, he's riding that one for Cox because he rides a lot for Brad Cox. And I think uh, Cyberknife looked good in that last fairgrounds race, and he's coming into hand very well uh, off a really disappointing run in the Lecomte. So they took him back, knocked him back to an optional claimer to get a little um, confidence, didn't try the other Louisiana preps. So now they jump him up into a grade one. Pretty big jump for Cyberknife, pretty big jump for We the People off an $80,000 allowance uh, optional claimer. But 83 buyer to break his maiden first time out, very impressive, one by five and three quarters. 89 buyer second time out, very impressive, one by five. Don't know what he beat those days. Um, none of those horses have come back to win that I'm aware of. But um, I just think he's got a lot of upside, and I think Brissette loves this horse. And I think Giroux uh, would have taken them out. They don't get a bad substitute with Flavian Pratt. And Flavian Pratt came in to ride this horse. So uh, I think uh, I think he's got a big shot. Uh, Secret Oath is the other one in there that, Obviously, the last three races have been unbelievable. But if you go back, we were talking about the Goldenrod last year's two-year-old. She's a slow-developing filly because she got beat by 11 and a quarter by Dreamlift, the horse that I like in the fantasy. But she's gotten better at Oakland. Obviously, loves it. Three for three there. And it's one by seven, seven, and eight lengths. But this is a pretty big jump against the boys. And, and uh, I, I don't think she's a superstar. I may be wrong and I, I hope i am i love that it's Phillies running against the boys but i'm gonna take we the people i'm gonna use cyber knife i'm gonna use uh doppelganger the horse you mentioned coming out of california for yacht team a former baffert trainee and i'm also gonna throw in barbara rose who ran well 
in the Rebel, uh, ran really well in the Southwest and took a step back in the Rebel, got beat by Un Ojo. But um, I really like this horse coming out of the Southwest. And um, I, just he likes Oakland, uh, hadn't, hadn't broken through there yet, but uh, Ortiz is really a good trainer. He's 22% at the Oakland meet. So I'm going to throw him in there with Gutierrez. So Barbara Road is my real long shot in here. But We the People is my pick. Let's go back to the 11th race, talking about the late pick four. It's an allowance optional claimer, four-year-olds and up, going six furlongs. Uh, who do you like in there? That's my single. Uh, my single is Garhol, uh, the five-horse for John Ortiz, who we just mentioned. Um, Garhol has got a perfect buyer progression at Oakland with four straight wins with an 83, 86, 87, 91 buyer. Um, and I, I'm going to take him over Storm the Court, who – has the back class, but has been out since March of 21. Uh, that That's a long, long layoff, uh, 13 months, and I can't believe that he's going to be totally cranked for allowance optional claimer. Uh, he probably came on the plane with some other California horses, and, and it's a good spot to get him back in the game, but I don't think he's going to be worth the 3-1 to one morning line at all. I think Carhole just towers over the rest of this field if you can beat Storm the Court. So uh, Macron for Steve Asmussen has the buyers to compete and has got, uh, you know, two seconds and a win here at Oakland this season. So it's his fourth time out, so you got to give him a look. But um, I'm going to I'm gonna take a stand here with the five-horse Garho. Yeah, I'm right with you. I think that horse is uh, in his uh, groove right now. Just uh, if you were a hitter, you'd say he's seeing the ball well. Uh, four in a row, and uh, you mentioned the ascending buyer speed figure pattern. I'm like you. I'm skeptical of Storm the Court. Uh, Macron supremacy is another one, uh, third off the layoff for uh, the Cox Barn, and um, you can take a look at that one. But uh, I'm going to go uh, Garhole as well. Not going to single that one, but uh, I think he's going to be awfully tough to beat. Thirteenth race is an allowance optional claimer for Arkansas Breds, four-year-olds and up, going six furlongs. Uh, I took I'm a Bling Cat on top. Uh, the Broberg Barn is really sharp, playing the claiming game. Had a improved buyer figure up to a 79 uh, last time out. Uh, the 12, Macho Rocco, had a 74 off the layoff and has some speed. And you can win from out there going six furlongs at Oakland. Certainly not two turns, I don't think. Chicken Hawk, um, it's uh, fourth start for the Asmussen Barn last time out and uh, improved to a 79. And it's been off for a little bit. It's kind of a short layoff here, but I think that one bears watching. And then... Uh, Mahomey, the nine, uh, second start off a layoff. I'm going to throw that one on my ticket as well and go four deep when we get to the pick four. How do you see race 13? Exactly like you saw it, except I'm going five deep and throwing in Bellamy's Roan. The seven horse is going to be three to one for Ron Westerman, uh, coming off a, uh, a very impressive maiden special weight breaker, but one by six and a half. Don't know if the wet, fast track has something to do with that, but you know, Brooks maiden at six and a half, six furlongs comes right back. Uh, for his, uh, I think this is the seventh race he's raced at the Oakland meet. So, uh, likes the racetrack in the money anyway. Maybe not a win candidate, but uh, surely has a shot. I used the, the uh, three horses with multiple wins in here. Chicken Hawk has three wins. I'm a Bling Cat has three wins, um, as does the 11 Mako Rojo. So, um, yeah, I think in this case where you've got horses that have Never won two races, but you also have horses that have won other than. So I like the horses that have experience there. So I'm going to go five deep when we get to pick four. 
Well, we're at the pick four, so what's your ticket look like? All right, $37.50. Going to go three deep in the fantasy with the one Dream List, the five Eda, and the seven New Girl. I'm going to single the five horse um, Garhole in the 11th. So the five horse is a single there. Going to go five deep in the Arkansas Derby um, with three, four, six, eight, and nine. And uh, then in the last race, also five deep in the allowance claimer the three four seven nine eleven so i think arkansas derby is wide open we the people of nine is my top pick in there but 37 dollars 50 one five seven with five with three four six eight nine with three four seven nine eleven i ended up with a 40 dollar ticket singling Eda the five in race 10 then one five eight eleven with four six seven eight nine with Three, four, nine, and I may have said twelve for uh, Macho Rocco. It's eleven. So the last four for me are three, four, nine, eleven for a forty-dollar ticket. Last week I think we hit it, uh, but it didn't pay much at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, we hit it all right, along so with everybody else. <laughs> we hit it and lost. So we're playing a little more conservatively this week. Uh, if you can catch a price in one of those, uh, maybe the Arkansas Derby, or um, you know, if you can. Uh, Catch one, maybe a little bit of a price in that last leg. Uh, you got a shot for uh, a little bit, a little bit of a decent payoff, but I don't think it's going to be life changing. Let's take a look at the other two derby preps, Jim. First, uh, the Grade One Florida Derby at a mile and an eighth at Gulfstream. Who do you like? Yeah, we we have made that our feature race. I mean, it's as good a race as the Arkansas Derby. If they hadn't drawn as early as as Arkansas did, excuse me. <laughs> um, I still I settled on White Barrio here. Um, I thought the the Holy Bull race was very impressive. Uh, and this common theme for the three-year-old horses that I like in the in the spring are horses that came out of the Kentucky Jockey Club at Churchill. This horse did, got beat by six lengths by Smile Happy and by Classic Causeway, but came back in the Holy Bull. Speed Simplification, another horse I like in here, uh, rather handily. Simplification came back and won the Fountain of Youth, which very much flattered White Abario and uh, Sassy Joseph chose not to go the route of Fountain of Youth to give him, him more of a rest. Uh, if that strategy works and he's better than simplification, I think it's going to be tough to handle in here. i got to use Classic Causeway. Uh, Classic Causeway has had things his own way the last couple races in the Sam Davis and Tampa Bay Derby. Has not run at Gulfstream, however. Um, and the buyers don't match up with the races that, that the horses at Gulfstream have run. So Classic Causeway is a question mark how much better he's gotten as a three-year-old. Got to use simplification off that fountain of youth, and um, three-year-olds obviously improved very quickly. And has he gotten better than White Abario? I don't know, but I think you could do worse than a White Abario simplification exacta box. Uh, among the others, Papa Cap didn't didn't run well in Rhythm Star uh, after a good race in the Lecomte, uh, but uh, I, I think he's probably notched below. And I think those three horses, to me, are the logical horses to consider for win bets the Florida Derby. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I'm going to use as a key horse here, strike hard the one. Uh, not, not uh, I, I'll box him in exactas with those other three, but really thinking that uh, he could juice up an exacta or a trifecta ticket um, because he's coming out of the one hole. So the great post, he was wide in the Sam F. Davis last time. And in the Mucho Macho Man, he was actually the odds-on favorite over simplification. So he's got some ability. It certainly looks like from 
um, you look at his past performance block, and we see horses at big prices sometimes in this race over the recent years jump up and hit the board. And I think, you know, the, the, the price, I don't know if they're going to bet this horse down uh, a lot. So I think you'll get a good price on him. And I'm going to use him as kind of a key horse. Uh, and the other three are the ones that I think I would probably uh, be a coin flip between Simplification and White Abario if I'm making a win pick. But I'm just going to kind of key around with Strike Hard, probably in, in trifectas and use those other three. And then the Turfway uh, Derby Prep is the Jeff Ruby Stakes. They are also at a mile and an eighth on the synthetic in this grade three. Uh, I like Royal Spirit in there, coming out of the one hole for Todd Pletcher. Uh, comes out of uh, nothing but turf races down at Gulfstream, but those uh, Gulfstream allowance races or grade two and grade three stakes for three-year-olds are typically very tough. We see horses regularly come out of those races to win at the Keeneland Spring Meet. So this horse uh, comes out of one of those races, um, ran well, has the pedigree to like the uh, added distance here. Um, Tis the bomb, stolen base. They ran right together in the prep for this, and they'll be tough in here. But I'm going to try to catch maybe four or five to one on Royal Spirit and play that one in the Jeff Ruby stakes. Who do you like? Well, I think you might get better than four or five to one on him. I, I think this race, if there's a race on Saturday that has a chance to have a bomb, I think it's this one. You've got a whole lot of horses coming off turf races that haven't raced in turfway. Some of them haven't even raced on synthetic. Everybody says the turf form transfers to synthetic very well. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. The logical horses in here all have experience on the synthetic. Tis the bomb, um, stolen base. Rich Strike comes out of the Bataglia. He ran well and, and finished well, and this mile and eighth might hit him right between the eyes. But I like a horse that's coming from the West Coast, and uh, this is a horse that was transferred from Baffert uh, to Rudolph Bissett. Uh, this horse won the El Camino Real at a mile and an eighth, came from way out of it, uh, got an 82 buyer, and it's similar um, it's to Pita. So he's got experience. There, I, I I don't think he'll be go off as a as a favorite, but I think you're gonna you know you can get four or five to one on him, and I'm gonna take him on top. But it would not surprise me if any of these horses won this race. Um, Red Run comes off of a really good race at Houston. Um, beat stolen base down there, ran behind Tis the Bomb and the Kentucky Kentucky Downs Juvenile last year on the turf, but again no experience on the synthetic. So I'm gonna stick with the horses that have synthetic, but for a win bet I'm gonna probably take black adder from the set got some nice cards to fire at this weekend and we wish you best of luck wherever you are playing we'll be back next week for the in the money podcast and we'll start it on friday of next week because that'll be the start of the keeneland spring meet so we'll do one of these late pick four podcasts on the keeneland cards each day of the spring meet starting with the one next friday best of luck this weekend For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach, and that's the In the Money Podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.